Welcome to another episode of Adding Up, the podcast. I'm your host, Serena Ryan. This podcast is all about sharing my financial education, my journey to become debt-free, and in the process, share my learnings so that I'm not the only one who gains from all this experience. I'd love you to be able to gain inspiration and perhaps a bit of education along the way to make key changes in your life to become debt-free. I am not a financial advisor. Everything I speak about is lived experience. Happy New Year. This is the very first episode of 2020. I am excited and I hope you are too. New year, new opportunities. Most importantly, hello, this is episode 32. I am in awe of how far we've come. And I'd love you, if you're just tuning in, to say hi. There is a link in the show notes. You can send me a voicemail. I'd love to hear from you. I'd love to hear where in the world you are listening. I do occasionally check the stats and I can see we have around 50% of our audience is Australian and 35% of the audience is tuning in from USA and the rest of the world we have a variety of countries that people are tuning in from everywhere from Ireland through to Italy and also hmm, we've got Canada and Indonesia and Malaysia quite a mix. Would love to hear from you and would love to hear what has sparked your curiosity to tune in. Any questions at all, I'm happy to answer them. I'm curious. More than anything, tell me something cool about you. I would love to hear what your challenges are and what you're looking forward to in this new year. New Year's often spark New Year's resolutions. I personally don't like setting too many resolutions for the new year. If anything, I look at it as an opportunity to set goals. I feel goals are quite separate to resolutions because I'm not looking at something being absolute. If anything, I want to use the opportunity personally to reaffirm the goals I've already set and look at some key milestones along the way. Now, this podcast is all about my journey to become debt-free. A key milestone I have for 2020 is to get rid of my third and final credit card. At the moment, it is scheduled to be paid off in full by June 28th. That is where I'm on track for at the moment. I'd love it to be sooner, but... I am balancing out having a life while paying down debt. So rather than go too hard at paying down debt, I'm keeping the balance. Often hard, but not impossible. What's more important for me is that I'm being consistent with my payments. That's something I would say if you're in that zone of looking to set goals and how to stick to them. I'm not sure if you've heard of the analogy SMART about being specific, measurable, achievable, realistic, and time-bound. We don't want to 
put it in a bucket that becomes unrealistic and pushing ourselves too hard. I'm someone who has got a history of setting goals and achieving them. But something I probably don't talk about as much is the times when I have set goals too high, too hard, too extreme, and burnt out and failed. Sharing my experiences is also my hope to help you not burn yourselves out either. I, hmm, how can I put this? (laughs) I'm going to go ahead and say it. One of my most challenging time periods before I'm focusing on my debt journey and shedding my surplus debt was to shed my surplus weight through being part of the Weight Watchers program. And for me, shedding my weight, you know, it took me seven goes of joining Weight Watchers, or seven times I can remember, (laughs) at least seven times, where I'd join, lose weight, push too hard, set goals that were too extreme, and get so ashamed I wouldn't go back and I'd drop out repeatedly and I would fail. I'd put all the weight back on, plus interest. It wasn't because the program didn't work. It was because I was setting unrealistic expectations for myself. And those unrealistic expectations were putting too much strain on me. I've learned the hard way that when you push yourself too hard, forsaking everything else, you put yourself in a situation actually sets you up for failure. One of the hardest times of year is the time we're just sort of coming out the other side of now. That is the holiday season. Christmas, New Year for me, when it comes to weight, we're always incredibly hard. And a realistic goal when losing weight, for those of you who have gone through this may or may not already know this, is to sit around the half a kilo, which is around a pound, around a pound. They say half a kilo to a kilo, which is around a pound to two pounds a week. And the Christmas period, I would want to have that consistency of continuing to lose weight at that rate over Christmas. Yet there is an abundance of special occasions and treats over that time period. And lo and behold, that would usually be the time of year that I would fail. I'd feel like I'd go through phases of blaming weight loss program. I'd blame myself but not being able to lose the weight. And it wasn't until this was, let's call it the seventh time, because the other times, like, seriously, I lost count. I knew the Weight Watchers program worked. And no, this podcast is not sponsored by Weight Watchers in any way. I am a big fan of their program. What it was for me, the time I actually was finally successful was when I said to myself, success would look like over the Christmas and New Year holiday season that I maintained my weight. No weight loss whatsoever over that time period. Success for me would be not putting on weight, but not losing weight either. 
literally holding the status quo. After the holiday season, I would then adjust accordingly to losing weight after that period. And the incredible thing for me is I achieved for me in the new year. I became a lifetime member on Valentine's Day. And I realized that psychologically, I had built myself up to feel like success was to be consistently losing weight. And it was when I shifted that, that success can look different depending on what challenges I had at that time period and adjusted it, became something that was flexible. As long as I wasn't in a mindset of failing, then I had an opportunity to succeed. And amazingly now, it's reflecting on that, I see the power of it because getting through the other side of Christmas and New Year now as someone who was on a journey to lose the surplus debt, I can see I applied that logic. I mentioned it two episodes ago now on this podcast where I've been on this absolute disciplined, consistent path of paying extra on debt and putting extra into savings. And two episodes ago on this podcast, I decided to admit and take action when I had extra bills due at the same time as Christmas to not pay extra on that fortnightly pay cycle on debt and to not put extra away into savings for that fortnightly cycle as well. That meant I didn't need to rely on a credit card. Yes, my journey to become debt-free slowed down, but had not stopped. I'd already paid excess to what I needed to for those monthly repayments anyway. The big shift is changing the mindset. It's not failure when you slow down. It is failure if you set yourself up to burn out. Such a valuable lesson (laughs) through losing weight. The synergy between the learnings, now that I'm open to seeing it, is really powerful. Losing weight and losing debt can be quite similar. My weight loss journey was not one that was really easy. If anything, it was pretty scary, only because, and I'm going to emphasize this, I didn't know what it was like to not have the weight on my body. Much the same as now, I don't know what it's like to not have debt. But being open to getting rid of it because I choose to have a life without it, that is new, exciting, and something I am embracing by being consistent and working hard at it. I did mention in a previous episode, and I'm going to have to link to it in the show notes, I believe it may have been episode 29 or 30, where I gave a specific list of books I have listened to to help me in my debt journey. And why I bring it up now is as I am recording this podcast, I'm 
having an aha moment. The aha moment comes from my realization that the difficult part of becoming debt free is not about the money, not about my ability to earn money or have money or keep money or even use that word money and talk about it with friends and family. None of this is really hard, scary at times, but not hard. It comes down to my mindset and the emotions I attach to money. And that reading list mentioned in that podcast episode lists a number of books that I have either listened to or I've had the physical book that I've read and taken lots and lots of notes on. Those books are around mindset because shifting my mindset around money is where my shift in attitude, opportunity, and my ability to become debt-free all become possible. If you're struggling to become debt-free, yes, it's important to get advice from experts on how to do it, get expert advice on tactics, and I'm not a financial advisor, so I can't give you financial advice. I'm not here to give financial advice. I'm here to share my story and my learning. And my learning for me is that changing my mindset around money, the value I place on it, means I'm open to getting expert advice on what to do with my money. But my relationship with money has to change before I can get that advice. And if that's the same for you, then you may find the books I've read to be useful to change your mindset. Being confident to ask questions of my advisors I've found to be incredibly powerful. I see that when we take advice without questioning that advice that we're being given, we leave ourselves susceptible to not getting the results we're after. Taking the time to think about what results you want with your money is important before you get advice. That's what I'm learning. But until you're clear on what you want to do with the money, then you are the one who can set the parameters of how much money you want to earn. And it's not even that. Setting the parameters around what it is you want money to do, then you can work out how much you need and then you can get the right advice on how you can get that amount of money, whether it's through the work you do, through how you get that money invested, what you would purchase to be able to enable investments. All those things don't actually happen to the best that it could unless you're clear on what you want to do with money. You may want to retire and read books. It's very different to retiring and traveling the world. Budgets will be different based on the activities you want to do in retirement. It's worth spending time thinking about that and visualizing what does your ideal life look like because the clearer you are on that, and now typically is a good time to do it. It's not the only time you can be goal setting, but as we're sitting on the cusp of a brand new year, 2020, think about the life you want. Because understanding and getting clarity on the life you really want, being able to define what that goal life looks like, 
then you can define goals that can break down that big goal of the ultimate of that life you want, whether that be the age at which you want to retire or the fact that you want annual holidays or the fact that you do want to go and buy lots of books. I'm a bookworm, so you will hear me talk a lot about books. All those things change and shift for you exactly what your goals look like. And it's worthwhile spending the time to consider what it is that you really, truly want. And then I do encourage, again, this is something I speak from experience, so it's not absolute professional advice in any way, shape or form. When you set your goals, share them with someone who can hold you accountable to being able to achieve those goals. I am sharing my goals regularly with friends and sometimes with family, depending what those goals are. And then definitely also opening myself up to sharing those goals on this podcast as well. Biggest goal I have right now, you'll hear me talk about a lot, is getting rid of my credit cards. Another goal is to start, well, not to start because I've actually already started it, (laughs) is to build my wealth through saving. I'm very driven by the fact that I saw Dr. John D. Martini towards the end of 2019 speak about wealth creation. And I realized becoming debt free and true financial freedom is not about just being debt free, it is also being able to have a passive income from your savings and investments. And at that point in time, before I'd heard him speak, I was very fixated on my debt journey and getting rid of debt. He helped me to see that it's about getting rid of debt and building savings and wealth at the same time. It's not one or the other. This was such a revelation to me that from that point that when I saw him speak, I've made a point of not paying as much on the debt, but still making sure I pay extra, but also making sure I'm putting a consistent amount of money away per week for savings as well. And once I hit a certain mark, I am going to use that for investments. And I do have a financial advisor. And I'd like to point out my financial advisor did give me advice to this effect, but sometimes you have to hear it from more than one person in different context for that advice to resonate. I will be making an appointment with my financial advisor probably around March, April. I will keep you updated on the podcast when I do go and meet with him. I want to get that regular professional financial advice to back up my own research. Doing DIY research, I say do it yourself, like that self-learning is so important, but it's also important to back that up with getting the professional advice, the two married together, not one or the other. I am confident my financial advisor is going to answer all my questions. The accountability helps strengthen the relationship between us as well to have the best possible outcome for what I want to be able to achieve. I find I get better goal outcomes by getting my own research and homework done before those meetings and I'm able to get good answers from 
by a financial advisor at the same time as well. It's more engaged, robust conversation as a result. And it's exciting. It's exciting knowing I'm working towards something a lot more tangible that I'm personally invested in. And when I say invested, it's not just financially invested, it's emotionally invested as well. Do you question your financial advisor? I'm curious. Have you set goals for 2020? I'd also like to put it out there to you. A goal of mine with this podcast this year is to, from time to time, get some lived experience stories on this podcast as well, to talk through your debt challenges. Give me some inspiration and accountability along the way with others who are going through what I'm going through. If you feel like you fit the bill, you're in debt and you're on your way out of it, and you'd like to be on the podcast, send me a voice message. I'd love to hear from you.